One of our most read Freedom of Information Act reports in 2022 was based on a Freedom of Information Act release that uh, was a trove of FBI documents on October 24 of 2022. One of the files was an internal report from the ADL to the FBI. This FBI civil rights threat complaint against the white nationalist Vanguard America also included the pro-Palestinian groups Friends of Sabil and American Muslim Alliance. IRMEP has been filing periodic Freedom of Information Act requests with the FBI for many years, ever since uncovering an ADL effort since the 1940s to liaise with the Federal Bureau of Investigation to uh, offer ADL operatives as uh, investigators and informants, offering to exchange files to, quote, avoid duplication of investigation, unquote, as well as attempts by the ADL to, quote, unquote, train FBI special agents and law enforcement personnel. You can see all IRMEP Freedom of Information Act requests in the website www.israellobby.org on the web. In the late 1960s, ADL undercover operatives infiltrated the Arab Student Organization with the aim of shutting it down, disrupting and disbanding it. In the 1990s, the ADL was caught running an undercover operation to infiltrate and shut down pro-Palestinian and anti-apartheid groups active in California. See the Israel Lobby archive. Attorney General Janet Reno later terminated a criminal investigation into the ADL's possession of sensitive information following pressure from Israeli Justice Minister David Labai. When the ADL filed its 2017 civil rights threat with the FBI on Vanguard America, Friends of Sabil North America, and the American Muslim Alliance, it focused on an Instagram post of white males holding a banner on an overpass on an interstate highway between Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska, promoting the website of the white nationalist group Vanguard America on August 5 of 2017. The FBI seems to have disregarded the threat incident as, quote, there were no threats, the information was recorded for information purposes only, and the social media photos are attached uh, as 1A should any additional reporting occur. The ADL appears to have invented the civil rights threat report as a category tailored to trigger the FBI's obligation to investigate potential violations of Title 18, United States Code, Section 249. The law is also called the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act. The statute makes it illegal for two or more persons to conspire to injure, oppress, threaten or intimidate any person of any state, territory, or district in the free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege secured to him by the Constitution or laws of the United States. The ADL provided little compelling justification for including Friends of Sabil and the American Muslim Alliance as hate crimes threats. You're good. <laughs>
<laughs> you good? Doing well. How are you guys? All right. Friends of Sabil is a Colorado-based nonprofit Christian ecumenical charity, quote, seeking justice and peace in the Holy Land through nonviolent advocacy and education. And it supports Palestinians who, quote, seek a just peace as defined in international law and existing UN resolutions. The ADL states that it opposes the organization for the promotion of Palestinian liberation theology and support for the boycotts, divestment and sanctions movement, otherwise known as the BDS movement. The ADL's report to the FBI included the American Muslim Alliance for providing a guest speaker, Iowa State Representative from the 35th District and Democrat Aku Abdul Samad to a Friends of Sabil conference. The ADL noted, quote, Samad is also working to move the headquarters of the American Muslim Alliance to Des Moines, Iowa, unquote. The organization referred to was apparently a tax-exempt charity raising less than $50,000 a year based on its IRS 990 tax forms. It was based in Wellington, Florida, but now appears to be defunct. To its credit, the FBI dismissed this conflation, writing in its report that, quote, the ADL has an ideological disagreement with Friends of Seville and there's no threat reporting, unquote. However, the FBI has its own troubled history in its treatment of a wide range of American civil rights organizations and activists. Under the leadership of FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover, the FBI spied on activists campaigned to discredit black leaders during the civil rights movement and planted news stories while surveilling and disrupting protected First Amendment activities through its COINTELPRO program. Nevertheless, Hoover for many years resisted formal, formal liaisons between FBI offices and the ADL's regional offices, resenting the ADL's private investigations, attempts to develop cases against Arab organizations that later fell apart, and attempts to jointly train law enforcement, all the while requesting access to FBI internal files. The FBI's arm's length treatment of ADL collapsed under the ADL's constant pressure in 1968, when FBI Director Hoover finally relented and ordered all FBI field offices to establish liaisons with ADL regional offices. He justified it by claiming, this organization, like the Bureau, is opposed to groups and individuals espousing bigotry, prejudice, and extremism, unquote. The ADL used its preferential access to flood the FBI with a stream of reports on the Palestine Liberation Organization and African-American civil rights initiatives, filing reports on, quote, sympathizers of the Nation of Islam, unquote, and reports such as quote, anti-Semitism of black demagogues and extremists. In 1968, the ADL immediately used its liaison channel to warn the FBI about the Jewish civil rights activist and University of Minnesota professor Matthew Stark's, quote, involvement with the Negro integration movement in the Twin Cities area, unquote. And that, quote, Stark may have certain political aspirations in view of his recently avowed discontent with the policies and action of Mayor Naftalin and Calvin Hawkinson, chief of police, Minneapolis. It's unclear 
whether the FBI ever took action on the ADL's warning about Professor Stark. Perusing the entire 2022 FOIA release of ADL-FBI liaisons reveals an unending series of meetings under the auspices of the ADL Law Enforcement Advisory Committee Program, or LEAC. While many communications appear to contain legitimate complaints of anti-Semitic incidents and potential hate crimes, other communications cast doubts upon other undeclared ADL motives. For example, the ADL hosted FBI special agents at one LEAC meeting held under the auspices of Hate Crimes and Domestic Terrorism Liaisons, Contact Development and Public Safety. It featured an exhibit of Operation Finale, the capture and trial of Adolf Eichmann at the Illinois Holocaust Museum and Education Center. This type of education certainly glamorizes and gives an unbalanced positive portrayal of the now deceased Israeli intelligence operative, Rafael Eitan, without delving into the massive harm Eitan inflicted on America. Attending FBI special agents likely did not know that the leader of the Eichmann snatch and grab operation in Argentina, Rafael Eitan, later participated in the illegal diversion of weapons-grade uranium from the New Mech processing facility in Apollo, Pennsylvania. An eyewitness told the FBI he saw the plant president, Zalman Shapiro, also a prominent leader of the ZOA, supervising low canisters of U.S. government-owned highly enriched uranium into equipment for immediate shipment to Israel. The operation, which the CIA characterized as a smuggling front, quote, since the beginning, left behind a toxic waste cleanup that will yet cost Americans half a billion dollars to rectify. Eitan later ran Israeli spy Jonathan Pollard, who worked at the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency. Pollard's theft of mountains of extremely sensitive U.S. classified information during the year of the spy even caused the FBI to reopen a dormant case involving the American-Israel Public Affairs Committee, APAC, and the Israeli Minister of Economics theft of U.S. industry data used to obtain passage of America's worst bilateral trade agreement. Until its production was shut down by California Senator Dianne Feinstein, an annual National Counterintelligence Center report of economic espionage against the United States listed Israel as a top three offender. Israel fields more embassy officials with undeclared responsibilities, suspected spies, than almost any other foreign country. Many are posted to top universities and sensitive corporations in areas such as Silicon Valley. With so many FBI personnel now dedicated to constant ADL liaisons, it begs the question of whether the FBI has any leftover time or even motivation available to address endemic Israeli espionage targeting the U.S. Spying once described by top espionage analyst Jeff Stein of the Washington Post as, quote, our constant companion, unquote. 